Hello, everybody, and welcome to Insane Rhetoric. We are so happy you decided to come and join us today. We have a great topic for you today, and we know you will love it as much as we do. So come on in and enjoy the ride. That is Insane Rhetoric. Hey guys, this is Fire from Insane Rhetoric. Check this out. Listen, we need your help in sustaining future episodes, conversations, so we can bring more of the craziness and the insanity to you that's going on in your community, in your city, and in your world. Can you please help us to donate to Insane Rhetoric? And your small, medium, or large gifts are more than appreciated. And we would love to keep this station coming to you and giving you the information that you need about the insanity in your world. So check this out. Please, please, please donate to Insane Rhetoric so we can sustain future episodes. Hey, thank you once again. Fire out. What up, Insane Rhetoric? What up, Insane Rhetoric? What up? We are out here. You know we out here. It's insane rhetoric with fire and ice. You know what it is. What's going on, sister? What's on the flow? I'm tired of folks trying to cover up stuff and don't want stuff to be known. What the hell is happening? Good morning, y'all. <laughs> I, I just... I have adopted the philosophy that that's all that you're going to say on the start of, which is cool. It's like, but that first season one and two, I was like, is all we going to say? <laughs> Good morning, y'all. <laughs> what up? What up? What's going on? It's all good in my neighborhood. I'm, I'm... Ugh. Okay, it's not necessarily all good in my neighborhood, but as we talked about on a, a recent show, I, I don't need to talk about it. <laughs> I can answer. Good morning. I, how you doing? I, I can answer truthfully. I'm well, but I got some stuff I'm processing, but we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> I can't stand these ignorant niggas. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Let's just say, y'all, life is short. I know y'all think, you know, well, what do you say about a person who lives to be 110? That's still short. You sure live. Because in the Bible days, people lived to be 887 years old. That's a long struggle. Yeah. Long struggle. Can y'all please stop making making things hard? Like in the workplace, y'all don't have to, we don't have to have hostile work environments. We don't have to have like we can have disagreements or whatever. That's not what I'm saying. I know y'all think I live in La La Land, but I don't. Okay, sometimes I do. But the land of make believe, maybe. I must be living in the land of make believe if I think that we don't have to have. It's not necessary for us to have hostile work environments. I think people are just naturally angry for everything that goes on in their life, and they're dissatisfied for what they're they're what what's happening in their life and what they're not accomplishing. And then you could just have a companion that you just can't stand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you still don't have to be you but you yourself, if if your if your companion is a hostile person, you yourself, you don't have to be a hostile person. Like you don't have to be in that headspace in that depression state. Yeah, but you gotta think about it like everything affects uh other people around them like if somebody is hostile in your environment at home when you come to work 
you're going to carry a little bit of that with you because you you thinking about it. You know, like, why is this person jumping on my back and, you know, trying to cause me problems? And this is the person that I'm supposed to be with and hang with or whatever. But whatever your dynamic of uh, that person that you stay with, you know, it's, it's like you're going to take a little bit of that, but you got to shake that off before you dart those doors of uh, employment. Yeah. Don't nobody want to hear about your problems at home. Everybody got problems. Right. Hey, y'all. Let me just ask y'all to do this for me. If y'all got people at y'all job you don't speak to because they're proactive and they ask a lot of questions and you don't like them because they ask questions, because you read that as them trying to do the most or trying to take your job or whatever however you read that y'all if you're being mean to people at your job don't start blasting uh gospel music and singing gospel music because you're not really living that life i'm just i'm with you Shout out to Starbucks, you know. Star- Starbucks, Starbucks, Starbucks. We're clicking our heels three times. Anybody know? Anybody work for Starbucks? Shout out in the Starbucks. corporate level, we'd like to have a sponsorship because we talk about them all the time. And Quick Trip. Quick Trip. Quick Trip. Quick Trip. Yeah. I'm, I'm drinking water. But, y'all, this is from a, a company called Reduce. Mm, I ain't never heard of them. Yeah. So if y'all know anybody work for reduced uh water bottles, shout pretty soon I'm a, pretty soon I'ma shout out another water bottle maker because wait, wait, y'all, let me tell y'all something before we get started. Listen, so I haven't gotten it yet because it's being it's being made right now. But I I have not from Reduce, but from a different company. I'm going to shout that name out when I get it. Listen, somebody gifted me a water bottle like this, like a, a water thing. Because they, they said this one was getting old. I've had, y'all, if y'all been on, watch, if y'all been steady watching, y'all know I've had this water bottle for a long time. So they gifted me a new water bottle. They had one made and designed specifically for me Mm. that's good so they asked me about the colors and the print and all of that and i told them what i wanted okay it's it's come it's in my y'all know i have a dance school okay it's coming in those logo colors he has a dance company yeah yeah we do have a junior dance company that'll come anywhere dance for y'all and they are the truth. Mission shall say, hey, shout out to that because them hey. girls are bad. Ooh, Especially tough. one of them. I, anyway, anyway, so they had, so they, these, what this water bottle was created just for me, designed just for me. So when the person who's made, like, I saw the video where they began the process of how they was going to make this water bottle for me. Listen, y'all, they decided that in their in their company, they had never had uh, uh, that those particular colors put put together in the way that I put them together. So they named it after me. So when you go to this place, you will buy this water bottle that's named after me. That's what's up. That's what's up. Because they didn't have any of those colors out of all the water bottles they have. They had never created one in those particular colors in that particular type of design. That's so good. they named it something surprise. I'm not going to give it up yet because it's not ready yet. But when it's ready, I'll tell you how to get it. That's what I'm talking about. I don't get anything from them. Maybe I can get some kind of something from them for for me plugging them on here but yeah anyway 
Okay, I'm gonna start talking about that. All right, go with you. What we think about this uh Michigan State uh Michigan State. What happened? Oh they they had a uh mass shooting. Oh, wonderful. Another look the man the man had a list of targets, mm. extra ammunition. Here we go. Cat Williams, Caton, white, 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 Man. He killed three. He critically wounded five. What's his name? What is his name? He had a list of other targets, two handguns, plenty of ammunition. Once again, uh, so 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 forty-three so, year old. I'm getting ready to tell you. I just don't want you to say what you're gonna say. You already know what I'm gonna say. Forty-three year old Anthony Dwayne McCray. Oh wait, wait a minute, man. Four miles. They found him four miles northwest of the campus. He was just walking home. While strolling through the park one day. Listen, it ain't funny, but you got to laugh to keep from crying Wait. sometimes. But listen, crazy. he's walking home. The police closed in on him. He didn't have anything to say. He just shot and killed himself. Listen, here's the word that the, the article used. Investigators found a trove of items on his body in his backpack. Two nine millimeter handguns. They were legally purchased, but not legally registered. A note listing more potential targets Two schools in New Jersey's Ewing Township, about mm. 600 miles away, mm. were among the potential targets. A loaded magazine that was full to capacity in his left breast pocket. Eight loaded magazines of nine millimeter ammunition that were in his backpack. A pouch of about 50 rounds of loose nine millimeter ammunition that were in his backpack. <sighs> Two bus tickets. Yeah, I have a car. Didn't I tell you he was walking away from the scene of the crime? I know he was walking, but you doing all this and you ain't got a car. You gonna hop on the bus, you gonna wait for the bus to go. They later carried out a search warrant, you know, at his home, and they found cell phone, cell phone, journals, and other writings, and fired nine millimeter casings, casings. But they still don't have the real mystery, the real uh, motive. See, and that's something I don't understand. If they did, you would never have. Because you can only get the information. Have... You can only get the information from somebody who's captured and alive. Well, maybe they he left a note, or maybe there's some kind of connection to him and the victims, or him and the places where he's going. Maybe that's where they're going with this. <clears throat> One of the professors described the incident this way. They said, uh, Professor Marco Diaz Munoz, he stepped, this gunman stepped one foot inside the classroom, was masked, so they didn't see his face. He said it was like seeing a robot 
It was like seeing something not human standing there. The students froze at first, then dove under the desk in a panic or started running when the gunfire began. This uh, Marco Diaz Munoz, he says he thinks the assailant fired at least 15 shots, one after the other, one after the other. Two students who died that night and all five of the students that remain in the hospital were in Mr. Munoz's class. He said he can't remember what he did um, while all of this was going on. Trying to live, probably. Yeah. Fight or flight. He said, my intuition told me, this is a quote, this is what he, he said. There was another door in the uh, front of the classroom. He said, my, intu my intuition told me He's walking down the hall and he's going to enter through the door I'm closest to. So I threw myself at the door and I squatted and I held the door like this. He said he was clenching it with, with two mm -hmm. hands. Mm -hmm. So that my weight would keep it from opening. Mm -hmm. And I was putting my foot on the wall holding like this to brace the door so that he couldn't open it. He said he blocked the door for what seemed like 10 minutes. He said it was an eternity. I know it was. I got to so, get shots out to teachers who actually go through that and actually put their life on the line for their students because everybody don't have that type of like stand-up attitude you know to try to protect kids you know what i'm saying and i i don't i don't want nobody to be in any type of confrontation like that i mean that's just like the worst you know so they found a note in his backpack Hi, my name is Anthony McRae. I will be shooting up MSU. It, say his note also claimed that he was the leader of a group of 20 killers. It detailed a list of targets, including a warehouse, an employment agency, a discount store, a church, and a fast food restaurant. He had worked, so, so the police found that he had once worked at one of the locations. The, I don't know, do you pronounce this major department store warehouse? M-E-I-J-E-R. That's so he, they did find out, they did find out that he had had contact with some of the places on his list. Mm -hmm. So he had worked at this warehouse and a couple of other businesses, it appears that he had some issues with the employees there where he was asked to leave. Uh, it looks like his possible motive was that he just felt slighted. And that's kind of what the note indicated. He, this uh, police officer said, the businesses listed have all been notified and told that the government is dead and that there is no uh, credibility to the claims of him being a leader of a team of killers. How they know that? See that that's the problem I have. See, these are the kind of questions when we need Lieutenant Orange on here. Right, because like just because you don't think there's no claim doesn't mean that there are not people that's involved 
with one of the ones that went down. You you just don't know that. You know what I'm saying? And that's a that's another one of those anomalies. You can you can never truly know that. Because like we we learned years ago when um when what was it, Denzel Washington did the movie uh uh was it under siege when a lot of the mm. foreigners were coming into the United States and they were sale groups mm-hmm. and they was talking about how him and the net bidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how they're already here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? So you you can't really know that. Nobody can really know, even as far as technology, how great technology is, you can never know what's going on in the mind of a person. That, that's something that you can just never know unless they express that to you. So you don't know what these people are are doing or who he's connected to. That That's just a ploy to make the public feel safe. Okay, I get it. You're going to call the companies and let them know, hey, that the government is in. What about the other possible 19? Well, so he had previous, he should never have been uh, allowed to buy a gun, so they say. He, he had been previously charged with carrying a concealed weapon, which is a felony count that would have prevented him from being able to buy the gun if he had been convicted, but he pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor possession of a loaded firearm in or upon a vehicle in 2019. He spent a year and a half on probation um, Ingram County. Oh, y'all, y'all go to our real talk page. Tell us what that where that is. But anyway, um, so on the federal level, apparently it doesn't preclude somebody from purchasing a gun. No, nah, because it's a misdemeanor. Misdemeanor it still allows you to carry weapons. When it's a felony, then that's when you jump into. They ain't supposed to have it at all. But a misdemeanor, that's 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 a slap on the on the wrist. If you go into a department store and steal something and it's less than five hundred dollars, unless they changed it in certain states, that's a slap on the wrist. It's a misdemeanor. It ain't no felony count. So it it, it really does nothing. So in two so now that, that case was twenty was 2019. In 2021, in Michigan, he purchased two guns. Uh, one was a Taurus pistol. Yep. And the other was a high point nine millimeter pistol. Garbage. Why would he purchase that? Well, he probably purchased that because it's freaking high points. Uh, they're they're not a reputable gun. It's like you buy a high point when you're starting to get used to shooting a firearm. Like they're 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 not they're not really known guns, you know, that people use. Most people uh carry what is called a nine millimeter brownie. You'll carry a forty-five or a forty Smith and Wesson, or you'll carry something like a Taurus and the police in certain counties where I am now, they call what is called a SIG. Sigma uh, pistol. Those are the name brand pistols of most accurate guns for as handguns that are around. And that's just a, some of them. But a high point, people buy high points, you know, just when they get started with weapons because high point, you can get a high point 40 for like two or three hundred dollars. It ain't no, it ain't no real weapon of choice that people do. They buy that when they ain't got enough money. So here are the victims' names. 19-year-old Ariel Anderson, 20-year-old Brian Frazier, and 20-year-old Alexandria Werner. Those are the three who died. Mm. Our condolences to those families. Definitely. Now, I don't know why this particular article had to say that these students were particularly Chinese, but it said two Chinese students who were wounded have each undergone surgery and no longer suffer from life-threatening injuries. Now, I'm not, 
I guess because this was released from the Chinese consulate, maybe. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why they had to say Chinese students. <sighs> so Ingram County, uh, things that border Ingram County is Lansing, uh, Meridian Charter Township, Eaton Rapids, Mason, uh, Fowlville, Fowlville, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, Leslie, and uh, right outside of uh, Fowlville is a place called Howell. So the one of the biggest ones you would know would be Lansing, Michigan. So needless to say, there is a former Michigan State student. I mean, there's a, I'm sorry, let me start over. One of the Michigan current, a current Michigan State University student also happens, she wasn't one of the people that was targeted but she happens to be a Sandy Hook massacre survivor. Oh, now that's that's crazy. That, how crazy is that? Well, this is why we're insane rhetoric. We're talking about the insanity in the world. You go from one shooting years ago to another shooting present. Mm -hmm. that Jacqueline is Matthews. That's crazy. She was in the sixth grade in Sandy Hook. Wow. In 2012. You know, but like I say, some things they, you know, they people say karma, it comes around. It's like you for her, it would be like, is this stuff just going to be in my life? You yeah. know, you know what I'm this saying? Is, it's like and you want to know why children behave the way they do. This is this is their world. They can't go to school, whether it's elementary, high school, college, like wherever they go, they just are known to expect. This is what they expect. There's going to be a mass shooting. Yeah. Like she studied international law at MSU. She said, I don't ever think you ever got over something so traumatic and so tragic even if it's not in your community. I think things like this people feel and it never really goes away. Can you imagine to spend your whole life just afraid that everywhere you go is going to be? No. She already suffers from PTSD. And she ain't even, wasn't even in the military. Yeah. She says she almost never talks about what happens in Sandy Hook. Well, that I think that might be her problem. But wait a minute. She watched what was going on at MSU from her window. Yeah. I I, I think I think like uh I think okay, let me let me say it like this. In the mind and the culture of black people, not all. Growing up, we thought that therapy and therapists and, and people who deal with feelings and the mind was crazy. But we also used that in our own way for uh, you know, like I like our grandmothers and great grandmothers to sit and talk to us and coach us through things. I think some people need to go to therapy and release those things that are on their mind and in their heart about things that they have experienced through life. Because if you carry a lot of stuff like that, you know, it kind of weighs on you a lot. And then you don't really reach your potential because you're so fearful of things happening and you're conscious of that. And it's just, it makes that person 
not able to function to their total capacity. So I listen, I advocate for people going to sit on somebody's couch, lay on somebody's couch and listen to you and they're non-biased. You know what I'm saying? Because some people need it. Some well, this is what she said. This is her quote. She she went and made a video. She said, I, I never talk about that topic, but I felt the need to post the video. I was sitting with my roommate and we were talking about how out of hand this is and how it's not okay. Even the kids from Sandy Hook or from Newton, the kids from Stoneham Douglas, their lives don't stop when these things happen. The fact that the odds of me being in both of those places for two mass shootings is unfortunately not as unlikely as it is for other people as well. I think that's why I felt the need to make this video to bring awareness to the fact that enough is enough. It just needs to end. Well, we know the United States is not the safest country on the, in the planet. So, I mean, I think that's just now, now, right now, that's a way of life. Yeah. And people, and people have accepted that because, like I said, and I'm not saying everybody, let me make that clear, enough people don't get out and read the background of 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 your your vote or not your voters but your your senators your judges to find out who they are and what policies they have made prior to running for a particular office and that in itself because you don't get out and do what you need to do and try to turn it around even in your local area it weighs on you like i mean like us, when we talk about judges right now, we're at the age where we're we're not going to be affected by many of their up and coming choices. Some yes, some no, but the people who are behind us, it, it's going to be treacherous for them if that if that lawmaker or that politician is not who you need them to be. So, I mean, like I say, guns don't kill people. People kill people. So, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, uh, I think that's a sad situation. Uh, you can't blame it on the NRA. And you know what I'm saying? I'm, uh, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the Second Amendment. <laughs> a real big fan. So, I mean... <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm at a, I'm at a loss because it's just like, what do you do? What can you do? Yeah. So you have guns at Michigan State, uh, which, uh, by the way, uh, Mr. Anthony McCray. Uh, have we decided now? Do we do we realize now that he's not Caucasian? He ain't Caucasian. No. Oh, I got that from the name when you said Anthony McCray. I was like, yeah, uh, okay. Once again, that's an anomaly. I'm usually never wrong about this. Well, his sister said he was he was uh, socially isolated. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just getting over a cold. Y'all know that. Um, so he clashed with his parents when he was growing up. I, I don't want to get, I mean, do we really want to know all about him? I don't want to give him, I, I'd rather give the victims 
the airtime. Do we want to know a lot about him? Nope. Because he falls in the uh in the in the in the category of, of psychological people that's mentally disturbed and need to be off the street. You know so, what I'm saying? I'm I'm like and I ain't giving I ain't giving him no play and giving him no rest because he black. I can care less. You yeah. know, I don't. The same way I treat anybody else when it comes to this situation, I don't. I don't have no color line. I, if you crazy, you crazy. So he became. He was a mama's boy, and oh. he became totally lost and bitter, isolated, evilly angry evil and angry after his mother died from a stroke mm. that's what his father said michael mccray spoke to cnn that's what he said we need to go back and find that interview and i would like to hear what he he said you know what i'm saying to see well so he says ever since my wife died my son became began to change he was getting more and more bitter angry and bitter so angry evil angry he began to really let himself go he stopped cutting his hair he looked like a wolf man hmm. that that sounds like uh um mental illness but i guess they couldn't put him in there because he was a grown man uh i disagree with that he lived you in can, Lansing, can, Michigan with his dad. Huh? You can you can have anybody committed. <laughs> That's what's funny about the law. You can have anybody committed. He when had trouble holding down a job. He wasn't employed, but he could buy guns. That ain't hard to do. He was loading refrigerators on a truck in that warehouse he worked in. They came to his house and went through his son's bedroom following the shooting. Uh, do we really want to give any more airtime to this? I told you no. Yeah. Get him. <clears throat> like, ain't nothing you can do now. Well, I'd rather uplift the victims. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm wishing. I'm like, because he had a list. Where he get this list from of these little kids that he want to shoot. I. I'm sorry. Same, they same, were 19 and person, 20 years same, old. Same place he the the cat down in Texas and you've already got his list from. I'm gonna just walk into a school and start shooting up young kids that ain't even in junior high school or high school. Yeah, but he actually had names on the list. This man. Yeah, but I'm saying it's the same premise. Mm. It, just because you 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 got names on the list don't mean you don't ca calculate your name list in your head. We understand that Nikolai Tesla never wrote anything down. And he was a mad genius. So, I mean, you got a list in your head. It ain't the same as being on a piece of paper. So let's move on over to uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. There was a train that derailed. It's affecting the water supply. <sighs> the chemicals spilled into the Ohio River. So there was a freight train carrying uh, hazardous materials. It derailed in East Palestine, uh, Ohio. Yeah, what was the chemical called? I know it was chlorophyll you, or something. You know, I, listen here. You know, you know, I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm, I'm trying to pronounce it now. There were four substances released into the air, into the soil, or the water. Vinyl chloride, butyl acrylate, ethyl hexol acrylate, and ethylene glycol monobutyl ether. Which, which all those all those chemicals are toxic to life. And these people tried to cover it up for ten days. And somebody finally leaked it. So the butyl acrylate is used to make paint, caulks, mm -hmm. and adhesives. Toxic. And it's believed to be in the Ohio River, gotten into the Ohio River through smaller creeks in the area. 
So they so, finna have so they finna have a water issue just like Mississippi was having a water issue where they can they can drink their water. Well, they haven't according to this article, um they've tested more than 130 water samples from the Ohio River intakes, and none have revealed any chemicals from the train derailment. So right now, here's where I am, the conspiracy theorist. How we know that? Right. Because they have been known to lie just to keep down the terror yeah. of it all, right? Exactly. How we know that? Because, like I say, you got a good PR person. He can go write something up to make the people feel good. And then years later, people will be dying from some things that they ain't even heard of. So, how we know that? Yeah. And it don't matter, because even if you're drinking purified water, the purified water had to come from some river or something, some stream, and then sent through a process. So, how we don't know that? So... They're worried about rainwater, and so they um, um, dammed east and west of the crash. They've dammed the sites so that they can pump the water. I, I, I'm just I'm just trying to figure out why are you covering up disasters like this? Like like and see and, and and you know me, I would ask you, what are the populations of black people in that area? Oh, there we go. But I mean, because and and all the reason I'm saying that. We have known people to do things to certain specific areas to keep down uh, population. You know, I was reading a book called uh, Behold the Pale Horse uh, by Bill William Cooper. And it talks about him as an intelligence naval officer, all the sensitive material that came by that the government was trying to do. This ain't my words. These, these are William Cooper's uh, findings and different things. And that's why he wrote this book called Behold the Pale Horse. And it's just, it's ironic because people who read uh, the Bible in certain translations or whatever, you know, in Revelations, it talks about the pale horse and the one that sat on it was death. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of ironic that these things are happening and he was talking about so many things that the the uh the powers that be do to to contain situations i mean so eh, eh, i'm i'm reluctantly to believe anybody um when it comes to stories like these you know, I think people should do a lot of research and a lot of digging on their own without believing just what the mass of media says. Yeah. Well, now on top of that, let's go on over to Colorado and Texas because oh, I knew we, Texas was coming. Well, I felt it in my media spirit that Texas was gonna be on the list. Well, they kick got some the black ranchers. Kick the Texas, Texas and Colorado, we got some black ranchers that are, uh, you know, they fighting for their life right now because people are trying to take their land, and uh, yeah. It's real. It's almost like Yellowstone. No, oh, which is a good show on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Netflix. <laughs> yeah. So here we go. Nineteen twenty-one through nineteen twenty-nine, Black Wall Street. 
Here we go. And they've been arrested for claiming that they were being harassed by their neighbors. So now they just arrest them, put them in jail. Now I'm going to take your land. <laughs> I'm just I saying. Nothing, I don't have nothing to say. Like, I mean, if you understand and have read the book, uh, Black Wall Street and uh, Green Greenwood, um, Alabama, uh, Tulsa, yeah, I'm I'm just not at liberty to uh, say how that should go on. I mean, it's just some some stuff is so crazy about how when people want to have their own business and be successful and then you you have a person that doesn't want to uh let them be you know because of the color of their skin and don't think that they should be successful i just have a problem with that i mean it's just so much racism in business it's so much racism in just every facet of life that we go through and i'm not trying to blame nothing on nobody i'm just saying what it is and what it is is just simply people just don't like other people i don't know what we can do to try to bridge the gaps of society because society is so messed up right now that we need to find a way to help each other for the common man, you know, of, 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 of our United States, of our world, of our community. It's just so much going on. It's so much going on in the world that we need to just allow people to come together and try to be better than we have been in past generations i'm just like i'm tired you know what i'm saying it's just like i ain't been through half of the stuff that other people have been through but the things that i have been through it just it makes you just think man why why are we, why are we still having this problem about commonality and and being the same and everybody wants to have a leg up on somebody or somebody wants to be better than somebody like i said level the playing field let everybody have a chance to get what they want and and be rich or be famous or whatever you want to do without having some overlord try to control everybody's life. I mean, I just I'm just tired. You know, I'm... So this particular rancher that's gaining national news, he and his wife were displaced because of Hurricane Harvey. And they moved to El Paso County to start a new life. So they've been ranching there and it's, so they started getting harassed and it's been growing by leaps and bounds and significantly uh, escalated within the recent weeks and became vocal online. So there's a video out there uh, that showed, you know, his arrest being put in handcuffs. And he's saying, I'm being arrested. Pray for me, world. <sighs> I'm not saying all European, but you know who you are. And you can hear her, you can hear his wife who was taking the video saying, this is farming while black in America. We don't want to become a hashtag. So they, the area that they live in is predominantly white. You think? And they the, funny own... thing, the, fu the funny thing about it is, the reason you're trying to take their property and their land and their 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 economic ability to make money is probably because these people, these black people that are doing ranching down in Texas were known to do ranching all the time. It's making a killing in money. 
So the yeah, only the, reason they would come up on the radar for that is because they're doing better than their other counterparts, and they're black. So the charges are stalking, tampering with water or utility and theft. That's what they arrested him for. They were accused by their um, neighbor, Teresa Clark. And this particular news cycle has, um, news station has reached out to this Teresa Clark on multiple, time, multiple times, but she's uh, declined to comment. Cause she lying. I don't even know these people, but we know that Karen in the world, when something is going on, that <laughs> they're going to try to make that fabricated story to put something off on somebody else, to put them in a situation where they can come up. Now, there's also a rancher in Colorado who's experiencing the same thing. The NAACP there is involved, um, but they have experienced people breaking their fences, running over their fence posts, burning their Black Lives Matter flags, spray painting racial slurs on their land, and even waving guns at them. So now in Colorado, we have an issue of reenacting clan activity. Because what you just said was a mob setting to come in and destroy what some Black people have built. And then you burn a Black Lives Matter flag that show that tells me right there that you are extremely racist <laughs> and and that you think that you can come in and do what you want because you have white privilege not all white people let me keep this clear is like that but the ones that are doing this type of this type of terroristic activity which would be considered terrorist activity if the shoe was on the other foot and black people were doing this to any other nationality of people, they would be considered a terrorist. Now, the sheriff in El Paso has asked for the Black Latino Leadership Coalition to help coordinate some type of uh, panel on diverse representation. And, and talk about the issues that are being involved. The people in El Paso, the El Paso Sheriff said he's responded to 170, 170, 170 calls and 19 complaints involving, uh, involving the, the ranchers there in the past two years, 170 in two years. That's almost most murders in some, in some cities. That's 170 calls, 19 complaints. Um, I don't know what to say uh, other than to some Europeans, not all. It's your fault that you brought people from the continent of Africa over her. Let's be real clear about that. It's your fault. We it's, were chilling doing what we wanted to do in our own continent. But you wanted to get some free help and labor out of somebody indicting the black man and Asian people to build these United States. Like Malcolm said, the rooster has come home to roost. Everybody ain't going for that now. And the generation that did years ago are long gone or are dying off. And the people that you have now are more smart and intelligent 
And I'm talking about blacks, Latinos, everybody across the board. And everybody don't feel the same way. The uh, the couple in Texas, they call they said that um, they have faced repeated acts of domestic terrorism by their white residents on their own property. They shared that their dogs have been poisoned. Numerous farm animals have been slaughtered and gutted. The residents have been trespassing on their land. Okay, so now. And, and the wife was able to give, to show home surveillance video. So now. And showed a cow running on a dirt road and a white car drive, a white car driving on their property. And then you hear her yell, don't shoot. I'm feeding my cows. Don't shoot. So, so This now, was in the video. So, so now, so now, so, so now, now, now I got another problem. I don't know. They got the pictures. They got pictures, photos showing unknown vehicles blocking blocking their pop their property and parking on their land. I don't know. In they talked about lynching them. See, 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 see. See, I don't bring in a public hanging fire. Listen, listen, that that's that's terroristic act and that's racism all day long. I don't care what nobody says because we have seen this down through history multiple times. So now I need to know what is the law in Colorado for do they have the stand your ground law in Colorado? Well, right now, my thing Texas, is, all of this I just talked I'm about. Talking, I'm, Texas. That's what I meant to say in Texas. So they, but wait, I know they there's have, more. But, wait, well, there's more. If you the wife, property. the wife said, "quote I am a United States Marine who has fought for this country. I fought for these same people who are terrorizing me." And at this moment right now, I do not have any trust in the El Paso County Sheriff's Office. She provided screenshots. The, the posts have now been deleted, but she had posted some screenshots in the community Facebook page to show discussions between residents inquiring about restrictions on pitchforks and fire sticks defending rights and the ranchers black lives matters flag listen if they put if they took your pictures down your your photographs and your images down and your videos down in the community site the world is much bigger to the uh ranchers the black ranchers in texas put them up on youtube put them up on facebook put them up on instagram let people know what is happening in your area so you can get some attention national attention in the world for your situation because like you said if it's happening down in texas and it's also happening with a family up in in colorado which were are black my thing is if you come on your property since you have a stand your ground rule law in uh texas just like you did and uh you do in florida go ahead i'm trying to be nice <laughs> because my sister ain't gonna be able to clean this up so i'm trying to be nice go ahead and take action the best way you feel fit because if you're bold enough to come on my property then you're bold enough to get a tail whoop simple trayvon martin was minding his own business down in florida when some white man who wasn't the police or the or, or or a, a watch captain or a, what is a, a block captain in Florida decide to bother a young black teen who who finally when he had the in, the interaction with this white man was giving him the business at 16 years old until he pulled out a gun and shot him. So now I got a problem. Take action 
the best way you feel fit and try to keep it in the legal parameters of the law. But do something. Don't let them sit and just come and just run through your, your stuff the way you make money. Like I said, Black Wall Street, people were doing their own thing, didn't have no interaction with no white person. It took one year for $1 to leave out of their community, and white people were mad about it and wind up burning it to the ground. They wasn't even bothering nobody. They was just doing what they was doing because they knew how to be economically sound. So, if you make the news and you didn't beat the crap out of somebody because they was on your property. Right. They didn't go out to the community and do nothing. These people came to your house on your property where you pay taxes and started to bother them. Yeah. Right. That's all I got to say about this. Uh, Roland Martin, I hope you covering this story <laughs> because uh, we need some we need some insight from you of what these people need to do down in, in Texas and, and Colorado. I don't know if you heard of this story, Roland Martin, but I hope this get out to somebody who will shoot it out to somebody who knows Roland. Maybe he'll pick it up and try to uh, bring some light to this, this situation. Man, Roland Martin, hey, man, I love you, man. I think you're doing an excellent job. Keep moving it. <laughs> Ooh. I'm, 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 I'm ready to go and do something productive. Ooh. You can't have nothing because somebody else mad because you want to, they, you doing better than somebody. Upgrade. Ooh. Upgrade. If you stop worrying, if you worry about six months out of the year, what you doing and worry about what somebody else is doing and what you need to do in the next six months, you done completed a year and not bothering nobody. Yeah. But you always want to be in somebody's business. I always want to take from somebody. I can't stand a taker and a robber and a thief. I, I can't stand them people. And yeah. then I, that, I don't care who you are. Yeah. History has showed us, shoot, some Europeans have been robbing since the beginning of time. Came over here and took from the Indians. I was like, oh, we'll, we'll pay y'all X amount if you're 13% or, or more of native Indian and we'll give you a casino out in Vegas or whatever. So, And we'll put you on reservations and we'll keep you protected. I was protected when you wasn't over here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just quoting history. This ain't nothing I made up. I'm just saying history. This is this is what the history books has shown. You got people coming from England who was exiled by the the, the royal family because they didn't want them derelicts over there. And then you come over, you send them over here until you send them to Australia to be what they want to be over there. If they didn't want them, what you think these other people wanted? They didn't want them either. I'm just quoting history. Don't be mad at me. I ain't write it. I'm just saying. See what I'm saying? I'm gonna make him see what I'm saying. See what I'm saying? <laughs> take us out of here, co-host. Well, well I, don't, I, I, I think you need to take us out of here because because I'm a little. <laughs> Y'all, listen. We both of us get. That's why I said it too because both of us getting upset. Listen, y'all can y'all. We are on pretty much every podcasting platform. Um, here on YouTube, we do our live videos on Saturday mornings, um, and we do our She Shed episodes, uh, which, by the way, uh, stay tuned, because a little later today, we'll have a She, Showed, she Shed episode. Uh, so we'll I be might in be invited in. 
You never yeah. know. I might. Yeah, because y'all know I'm always in the man, I'm always in the man cave. I'm thinking about putting fire in the she shit. So fire. y'all stay tuned. Do, do, do. Anyway, y'all come on, come on out and 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 watch the she shed a little later today, um, somewhere around uh, eleven thirty Central Standard Time. Um, but um, listen, go watch us on any, go listen to us on any podcast platform, even the ones I don't know about, because we on everyone. Uh, but um, so you know Google Apple iHeart Spotify Amazon Music Amazon Music Podbean like Outcast Castbox the list goes on iTunes listen y'all just go search for Insane Rhetoric and rhetoric is spelled with a K, not a C. InsaneRhetoric.com. You can pick us up from there as well. Uh, just go to our podcast page and you can pick us up uh, from there as well. But listen, we want y'all, we know we brought some strange stuff today, but that's why that's why we did this show. We did this show because we wanted to highlight the insane, insane insaneness of it all to help our community to help our world and if it has tentacles and gross tentacles and goes out into the bigger world space then that's even better so as always you guys remember to enjoy the ride that is insane rhetoric and we'll see you in just a few moments at the she shed i gotta go pray now because i'm upset (laughs) We're so happy you joined us for Rebroadcast Monday. Come back and join us on Rewind Wednesday. But until then, just remember to enjoy the ride. That is insane rhetoric, baby.